How to govern China? Chinese provinces and administrative units explained. By Viola Chao. China's vast territory and 1.4 billion population are governed in a hierarchical administrative system, but the division of powers is not always uniform. Every Tuesday and Thursday, Inkstone explains unravels the ideas and context behind the headlines to help you understand news about China. About as big as the United States, China is home to more than four times more people than the American population. Like America, China is divided into dozens of regions. How powers are shared between China's central and regional governments is crucial to managing the country's vast and populous territory. The People's Republic of China can be broken down into 33 regions, with different sets of powers and levels of oversight. Most of these are known as provincial-level divisions and include nominally autonomous regions with large ethnic minority populations. There are also the special administrative regions covering the former European colonies of Hong Kong and Macau. They have been promised a high degree of autonomy and a wide range of civil liberties not available in mainland China. However, fears in Hong Kong that these freedoms are being diminished have prompted intensive protests, and Beijing has increasingly taken a direct hand in the former British colony's affairs. Beijing also claims self-ruled Taiwan as its territory, to be brought under its rule by force if necessary. The provincial-level regions are then further divided into units such as cities, counties, or districts, townships, and villages. China has 22 provinces that are roughly similar to an American state or Canadian province. Chinese provinces often have larger populations and economies than most countries. For example, the southern province of Guangdong, with a population that hit 115 million in 2019, has more people than all but 11 countries. What does autonomous region mean? The Chinese government has also designated five areas with large non-Han Chinese populations as autonomous regions: Ningxia for the Hui people, Tibet, Inner Mongolia, Guangxi for the Zhuang, and Xinjiang for the Uyghurs. At a sub-provincial level, dozens of other minorities also have their own autonomous cities or counties. Under the country's ethnic minorities autonomy policy, minority officials are appointed as governors in these regions, and minority languages can be used in official documents and schools. State enterprises are also required by law to give preference to minorities in hiring in these regions. But critics, including human rights groups, say the autonomy is in the name only. The Communist Party chiefs in the five autonomous regions are all Han Chinese. And Xinjiang and Tibet are among the most tightly controlled places in China. In Xinjiang, large numbers of Uyghurs and other Muslim minorities have been detained in internment camps. Human rights groups have also accused the central government of suppressing minority languages and religious beliefs in Tibet. Beijing says it is trying to curb separatist and terrorist movements, but critics say the party is trying to crack down on ethnic identities and force minorities to assimilate into the Han Chinese majority. What are the differences between a municipality and a city? Four of the main urban areas—Beijing, Shanghai, Tianjin, and Chongqing—have been designated as municipalities, which puts them on the same administrative level as the provinces and regions. While other cities are under the control of the provincial authorities, these municipalities are managed by the national leadership. The four have larger populations and bigger economies than most Chinese cities, 
and have a special economic or political significance. Some academics have suggested upgrading strategically important cities, namely the southern tech hub of Shenzhen and the ancient Silk Road city of Kashgar, to municipalities. This elevation could mean more resources, but also tighter control by the central leadership. The Communist Party chief ultimately calls the shots at every administrative level, outranking governors, mayors, and so on. The officials are mostly selected through an opaque, top-down process. Research suggests that both political connections and performance play a part in the appointment of local leaders. Officials are judged on whether they can deliver economic growth and maintain social stability, being protest-free, for example. In recent years, they have also been required to deliver in areas such as environmental protection and poverty alleviation. Provincial administration is also a training ground for national leadership roles. Six of the seven members of the Communist Party's most powerful body, the Politburo Standing Committee, worked as provincial-level party chiefs before they joined the central leadership in Beijing. The party's leader, Chinese President Xi Jinping, previously worked as the party chief of Shanghai and the neighboring province of Zhejiang, two of the country's main economic powerhouses.